0: Dive into honest and in-the-moment conversations about the power of music and other engaging topics with some of the world's best DJs, producers, artists, engineers, and others from the Serato studio. This is Serato Unscripted.
1: This is the premiere of our new podcast series, Oh, uh,
2: man. Serato podcast. Oh, does it have a title?
1: Uh, the working title is Unscripted. Okay. Yeah. With J-Rock.
2: Uh, special guest. Special guest. <laughs> there we go. Episode one. Yeah, episode featuring one. made it sound like it was my thing. Right. So-and-so featuring. You. But wait, who are you guys? If this is this the first one? You uh, tell people?
0: Sure. My name is OP, and uh, I'm from New York. You don't say. (laughs) But I'm chilling here in the LA studio with uh, Mr. Matt Perry and uh, J. Rock.
2: Yep. And you guys are uh, uh, pretty high up there in the Serato chain of uh, command. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. This this interview is not about us, though. (laughs) I know, but I'm saying,
2: (laughs) I'm saying, you guys. uh, It's it's a pleasure to be here. I should say. You guys are definitely. Some cats, I uh, I thank very much for your service. You guys are very helpful. Uh, I Like I told you when I first met you, I watched your videos before I even know who you were. I used to watch all the Serato, not all, but, you know, used to watch a lot of the Serato videos when I had questions at home. And you, Matt, I bug you from time <laughs> to time and we've, ask you questions.
1: <laughs> well, we've done a lot of good... Uh, little sessions in Highland Park and around town yes yeah
2: had some good times
1: yeah thank you thank you for coming today man
2: no thank you for having me for the debut of your guys uh, venture into interviewing and podcast
1: and you're no stranger to radio shows you have a radio show currently right
2: yeah KPFK uh, adventures in stereo
1: and that what's the what's the theme of adventures in stereo
2: Mm, not really a theme just more or less new music and maybe some older stuff i don't try to do themes because um every show could be a every show's is a different theme anyway so there's no just set uh thing on the show so uh, one week i'll have someone like big um today who is that oh uh twin big twin like someone like so you know thug super thug dude big twin the
1: twin from mob deep yeah 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 so
2: he'll be a guest from my yeah and then i'll have someone like uh laraji new age guy you know peaceful Uh, you know so it's it doesn't matter i have whoever on and i just like to have a radio show you know it's just fun
1: You've been doing radio for a long time though, right? You did K Day,
2: is it? No, I no? used to do. I've done the beat, and then I've done, I've done um, um, Power One Hundred Six. That's right. That's and then now KPFK. And Yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. That's the only stations in LA. But I've been guest on, you know, on KCRW and
1: the Pharmacy as well, right?
2: Yeah, Apple Music. That was that's fun. That's a, that was a thing. Yep. We're on hiatus right now. We'll be back. But um, that was a. That was. That in itself is pretty crazy because that's a Dr. Dre thing on Apple Music. And as a kid, I grew up wanting to basically be like Dr. Dre in the mix. I grew up getting his mixtapes from uh, the Rhodium. And. I would he would have on his tapes he would always have these four track mixes and as a kid and his mixes were clean too and as a kid I grew up listening to a lot of those tapes and for fast forward this many years to be an adult DJing on his show it was pretty cool I mean that's a cool uh cool uh, honor to no do God. yeah it was fun definitely fun can't wait to get back on there but it was great four track mixes all the way so I would, very intricate mixes. Every week? Every, every, first it was every two weeks, and then it turned into every once a month because we would rotate, me and uh, DJ Battlecat. Right. So Battlecat and me. DPG, Battlecat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it started off with both of us together, and we would just collaborate mixing, and then after a while it just turned into just you do one week and then you do the one week it was cool though it was fun
1: that's a lot of work though hey four, four tracks every
2: a four track mix yeah oh. 12 minutes seven of them sometimes eight of them wow yeah and all the new stuff and try to throw in a little bit of old stuff so trying to throw in i don't know the newest drake song that's at least somewhat fittable for that format mm. hip-hop you know Try to cover the board with everything on that show. Mm. Unlike my show is just like I said, Laraji and Big Twin. If I was trying to have them on my show, they'd be like <laughs> on I mean on pharmacy they were like,
1: uh What were some of the guests on pharmacy though?
2: Oh my goodness. Uh shoot. Snoop, Warren G, those were the most recent. We had Ooh, we had that I was there for. I mean, they've had Quincy Jones. Oh, shit. Yeah, they've had. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think who we have. had. They have mostly gangster and (laughs) 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 I don't, you know, not to be. But, yeah, they have mostly uh, gangster and. um, West Coast? Not really just West Coast, but stuff that more would fit. the pharmacies um, look, Mm. you know what I'm saying? They gotta appeal to an audience. Yeah, yeah, you know, their audience isn't gonna care about, they may care about Big Twin, Mm. but, Laraji. Laraji's not not happening, happening. nah, nah. So,
0: what's what's the conversation like between you and Big Twin, and then you and Laraji. I'm sure there has to be some type of like oh for sure, interesting like same dynamic that goes well, on. Oh,
2: Big Twin, you just want I'm just thugging it up, <laughs> so that's the, <laughs> the the whole conversation's about just queens and you know, of course his work, uh, and, and you know, of course Prodigy and and and
3: R.I.P. His
2: and his and his upbringing. He was a cool guest because. I asked him almost everything except whoever was cut out on the Mob Deep cover. Mm. So he was pretty. He was pretty. He let everything. He was cool. He was cool. He wasn't that. He wasn't thug. I, I guess I bring out the unthug of him. He was laughing, telling jokes. I mean, he was a real cool cat. And then Laraji, I'm just. Uh, how did you How did you start? You know, into this new age thing because he's totally peaceful guy right. and. And he's he's a he's a new age artist, so he's he's just he's different. He'll he'll change your life listening to him talk because he's he's just on a whole different plane. It, I, they are different interviews, but in the same time, I'm just I talk to him just like I I talk to like a homie or talk to you guys or you know I'm just I go with what I know. I may I may do a little looking online for an artist but i'm not as that geeky i'm not (laughs) like oh my god this is the first song like i had even had tony allen on oh yeah from yeah from from fela yeah yeah yeah, yeah. afro b and i've had um just recently i've had uh this guy named uh, vince wilburn and he's miles davis nephew but he also played on the '80s albums, like two or three of the '80s albums.
1: Oh, the Miles Davis '80s albums. Mm-hmm. Oh, dope. Mm-hmm. That was that was dope, man. They had like Marcus Miller. He did. Production yeah, yeah. On that They're stuff. on those.
2: Yeah. So yeah, yeah. He's he played drums on a couple of those. Oh, wow. And toured with them oh, and stuff. Tony
1: Williams. Sorry, what's
2: his name? His name is uh, Vince Wilmber- Wilburn. Oh, okay, my bad. <clears throat> I'm getting mixed up. Getting me about to die. Yeah, man, Tony Williams, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was dope. Uh, yeah, who else have we had? We've had, man, I've had a lot of dope. Uh, uh, Damian Marley. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, one of the beat nuts has been like, who was that? Uh, Psycho Less. Psycho Less. You know, Shout out. So Good stories. Yeah. I mean, everybody. Like, I just try to get whoever's in town. It's kind of hard. You know, ah, right, KPFK. You know, <laughs> like is that even a real? St-? Like, come on, man, come to the show. Yeah. But they come through, and they hook it up. So it's dope. I have, yeah, it's a different. Yeah, it is different. Big Twin, he, he just was want to tell Queen, but I've even had Ron Artest. What? And that's the thing. I'm sorry, Meta World Peace. Oh my there god, so yeah, there, I'm sorry. Yeah. There you go. So I've had them on. I've had him on twice actually. Oh cool. Yeah, yeah, he's actually came to town and I hit up the liaison hey i want to go to your friend's show tonight and I was like hey, oh duh. okay uh is he from queens to- you rep- yeah so yeah, yeah. big twin and um and meta world oh, peace are good friends <laughs> no way yeah so actually so big twin would tell was talking about ron artest stories and then i brought up uh that to meta world peace and he was like, oh, yeah. I was calling him Ron Ron on the show. I was like, oh, man, Ron Ron. <laughs> I'm sorry. I started call- I called him Meta too, but he was cool, man. He's real cool. He came by. He would hang out. So, yeah, yeah. I've had a couple of dope guests, a couple here and there. And, and he's actually a hard person to talk to because I don't know jack about basketball, like stats. And, like, I just mm-hmm. know. The common knowledge type of thing, so right. I don't know any like super crazy stuff. So talking to him is just talking to him. I don't, I can't be. like Oh man, remember that game and that uh, when you shot the. <laughs> I can't say or you know or even the fight like that was no big deal to me when he the other uh, public yeah, yeah yeah when he management. jumped I could even say oh man how was what was because he? he was that cool he wouldn't have cared if we talked about it and oh it was, really yeah yeah he man he was dope man he stayed for about I think he stayed for almost for the whole show. Oh, and I wow. just play all Queens Bridge. I played Mob Deep. I played, and he had a story for everything. Roxanne Shante was his babysitter. And no way! And yeah, crazy. like he had, he was dope, man. He had crazy stories. He's man.
1: in that Nas uh, Nas is like video too, right? Oh, is he?
2: I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I could see. I should have did my research. <laughs> I could have been like, so you are in the Nas is like video. What was that experience like?
1: I might, get, I might have had that wrong, but I'm pretty nah, sure I he he
2: might have video. been. Yeah, we. So basically, with him, I would just talked about Queens and growing up and you know does he still keep in contact with those type of cats and and he was dope man ron art i mean metal see i i'm terrible (laughs) metal world peace is dope because that was the first thing i said out my mouth too. tonight we got ron artist and you look at you crazy nah not at all he was just like he was just (laughs) he just laying back and was just like chilling like yo yeah what up money you know he was dope but he doesn't dj no, 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 no! Thank God, He's the, he, <laughs> everyone DJs now. Thank, I mean, you know what? Not thank God, because that means more people buy Serato. That's Jack. right, right, you right go, there, man! In. Boom, right boom, right boom, boom! boom. <laughs> oh, we're from our sponsor. <laughs> we're from our sponsor. <laughs> we'll be right back. No, uh, um, I'll say one person I know that uses Serato now, but he was DJing is Shaq. That's Another right. basketball player, yes, yes. Yep. Shaquille, because I used to when I was on Power. Um, also the, a Laker. Yep, yep. When I was on Power, we used to do uh, Friday Night Flavors. That's right. I and that. that was the show yeah. I was on. That's the and, one. And the years I was on, I was on Baker Boys, and then later on we did our own Baker Boys left, and we ended up taking over and have doing our Fantastic Four and Mr. Chalk and all of us.
1: You know what's crazy, uh, Originus. Yeah, he has this uh, well, C minus. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, Originus has this because he he recorded. He has this recording of when you guys interviewed uh, J. lib Yeah, future, uh, yeah, Flav- uh, finite flavors. Friday Night flavors my it's bad.
2: okay, man. Future flavors, uh, New York. Yeah, yeah, Friday yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all right. We were the first, though, man. <laughs> finite flavors was the first.
1: But yo, I, I, like I listened to that. It was like a real. It was a moment, man. That 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 show that, and J. lib all that stuff happening. It was, yeah, it that was, so was
2: awesome. the um. Beginning of uh, my JLib because that was where they actually, yo, man, you gotta come on tour with us, man. Wow, yeah, because I on didn't even, show. yeah, yeah, well, after the show, not exactly, hey, yo, J man <laughs> why don't you come? <laughs> no, actually, on the show, but no, after the show, they were like, the yo, yo, you need to come and DJ with us, man.
1: Wow, I mean, DJ for us. I was like, yeah, come on, let's go. Cause they both DJ, but uh, I mean they're both.
2: Rare. uh yeah, they both they both could have did it themselves, yeah. definitely. And Dilla actually did it himself when he did uh Slum Village stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, cause he would have two MPs hooked yep. up. Wow. And just
0: yeah, I was that. just watching that the other day on on YouTube. An be over here. Okay. Video, yeah. Be over here. And he had the mic set up at the at the stand. Yeah, they would have a mic th- one. Yeah. And they all rotate shit. though. Yeah. They were all, like, everyone knew
2: how to do so. Everyone knew how to work something or push play at least. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So they would all bot in, would go, ah, what you want to hear now? And, you know, yeah, definitely try to look for. There's a couple of clips on there wow. on YouTube with them performing like that. And mm-hmm. it was, yeah, so he used to do that. Yeah, too. Yeah, that's dope. That was a good show, man. That was the first show ever.
1: And then you, so you went on, from that show, you went on tour with them. With that Dilla. was the
2: start, yeah, yeah, yeah. But 2004, five or something.
1: How long was the tour?
2: I mean, that was it just lasted until Dilla passed, you know what I mean? I mean, we would never, we had a show. Yeah. I would definitely go. And whenever he had a solo show, he would always ask, Yo, J Rock, I have a show, you know. His last tour, I was supposed to go when he was in the wheelchair, but mm. I had, you know, other engaged, I had to do something with Mad Lib. Right. So I couldn't even go to that. I was like, Oh, man. I didn't know it was going to be his last. Like,
1: ah, 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 well, ah. Heard, I heard that you were kind of responsible in a lot of ways for putting those guys together. Is that for right? For sure,
2: for yeah. sure, for sure, for sure. For A&R, man, I, my name should be on that record now. Nah. Well, yeah. Uh, well, um, that was through, the thi- my, you know, Jake won. Yeah. Seattle. Okay, so Jake won. Tuxedo? Yep. Um, probably... I don't know. What year is Sun Village? 95. So 95, 94, 95, he would get these JD beat tapes. And, and Jay, I've known Jake for a minute. So he, he, oh, man, I just got this dude, JD. And we knew we were uh guy that does, you know, whatever. So, what I forgot was out at the time. Far side, say, probably. Yeah. Day so, yo, right. yo, yeah, that dude, we got his beat tape. Well, all right, word. So he would dub all the beat tapes for me. So that would be like road trip music. And then one year he got the majority of this batch they call Dilla Beats. And at this point I was hanging tough with Madlib like all the time. So me and Madlib go record shopping and all that. And then I told him one day, I was like, Oh my goodness, I got a batch of Jay Dilla beat or JD beats, man. Oh my, Jay Dilla at that time. Yeah, he was Jay Dilla, right. So I got, oh man, I got the Jay Dilla beat CDs. Jake one laced me. It's like, oh, and so I dubbed them up and then I gave them all and the next thing you know, he was, he did, first he just did remixes. He didn't really rap on all of them. He'd throw like Simon Says over a beat mm-hmm. or he, was, he did a lot of those. And that was the first CD. The first CD was, like, maybe two songs of him and then five just acapellas over shit. And then that's when Wolf heard that. And that was – that's basically that's – and Wolf heard it, and he put out one song.
1: Was that The Message?
2: Yeah. Yep. So that's the batch I gave him, that batch. Right. That's, like, Dilla Beats volume one through five or whatever. So, yeah, and then he put that out, and then that got the whole ball rolling. But, yeah, if I gave – yeah, I gave wow. – Oh, this the CDs, like yo, man. I remember, I was like, yo, you never guess what I got.
1: Yeah, I mean that message that was beats so gold.
2: crazy. Yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, the beat was dope. The whole CD he did was dope. There's another song, like a Quasimodo song, that was pretty dope on that.
1: Well, wow. so that came through Jake and you, to.
2: Well, yeah, just yeah. me and Jake trading back and forth. Because actually, on the show, on that actually on that Friday Night Flavor show. Um, I'm playing all a bunch of originals and like all kind of shit in the background. And actually Jake hit me to a lot of those. So Jake, me and Jake used to go hard in the paint with early JD stuff, mm. like if I got something, I would hook him up, and if he got something, he would hook me up, I'm like, oh bam, 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 bam. That's so dope. Yeah, it was dope. Talk,
0: and, talk about how influential <clears throat> that time of radio was for LA, because <clears throat> there's so many groups that came, yeah. Nah, um. Like, I remember coming to L.A. back then, very short trips. But I would hear you guys on the radio, and I was like, yo, this sounds completely different than New York radio. Like, it was kind of incredible because you were just kind of pushing boundaries. We were just on some um, L.A.
2: Not West Coast as in Gangster West Coast Mm. or what everyone thinks of West Coast. Like, we were just on some West Coast shit like k-day we want to mix so we, we, yeah yeah so that's where we we always want to emulate that's what when when all the radio DJs that come after k-day they just, we all wanted to emulate k-day basically because k-day was just so dope
1: they had live mix shows like in the it 80s it was ridiculous show, right?
2: yeah. 15 minutes like I, you could tape I remember as a kid you could get a 60 minute tape and have two mixes on each side it was the perfect it was they were dope and so that's our that was our blue la all la djs that was our blueprint Mm. so that's what we all grew up to like mellow because mellow did the beat and he did julio g show Mm. and he used to like you want to talk about kill it he would go up there and be playing brandy and total and mellow or
1: julio mellow yeah. melody
2: when he did his mix he would do a, a five o'clock mix mm. and a traffic jam yeah that's yeah. exactly what it was yeah so then but he would go up there and just murder it so that was all our point like to go up there play some heat try to kill it and have dope guests on like that were relevant to our to our scene we didn't have the um, who was big at the time like it was it's different though because baker boys when i did fry night flavors with baker boys even them they're k-day bread mm. they're from bakersfield so they used to get on the roofs oh and, no way yeah and get on the roof and try to get k-day in it's crazy and i'm from orange county when i was growing up so to get k-day in from then it was like you had to basically do the same shit or get a wire hanger and like. For all the kids that are listening right
1: now that don't understand about reception. (laughs) Yeah, 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 reception on our radio. This was the
2: radio and it was AM. No internet. 1580, no internet. Five o'clock if you missed it, there was no, there was gonna be no replay later at night. (laughs) That's what I'm saying, those tapes were crucial, like to figure out that you can get two on a, oh man, it was crucial and so yeah you would have to like hook it up and 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 it would come in like <laughs> that was no joke what you would hear k-day would go from you could get it clear as day from about 6 a.m 5 6 a.m and then by 5 30 as soon as sunset as right. soon as the sun starts going, it would start sounding like wow. that. And it would cross-blend with the Spanish-speaking station. Mm. So you would hear, it's time, it's, and about the same time, you're, <laughs> so if you ever, if you ever hear, um, everybody knows radio, well, not everybody, but Easy E radio, I'm on the radio, radio. on oh, the track. Yeah, yeah the yeah. song, okay, that song, in the beginning, where it goes, uh, Doon, dun, dun, Lookin' no, no caminos. That's that's what K Day sounds like. No way. No joke. They like they do an intro. <laughs> that's K Day. because well. all those people on that song are K Day. Like Greg Mack at the end talking. That was the guy that used oh, to do wow. the Mixmaster show. Who did the traffic jam? That was the drive time big personality on K Day. What you would call the big time. Per- Nobody back then. You didn't. There was no big rate. Maybe there was, but. I didn't know it not being in radio, but um, he was the big prime time traffic jam, announcer. Your, your evening announcer dude, mm. your front master flex guy mm. of the day. Um, but he didn't DJ, he had all these guys, Joe Cooley, Aladdin, oh, wow. uh, every West Coast DJ you can think of from those years came from like k-day and so- tony g julio g who ended up on the beat and then he brought in mellow who mellow influenced by julio g because julio was like the first one of the first mexican djs him and tony g were like the they were called the g-force oh cool and <laughs> and um they were like the prime Kad the masters, they were one of the the head honchos also up there. Like, you definitely want to record their mixes. Like, there was a few you'd be like, Oh man, I'm not recording his mix. <laughs> but then everybody else, you're like, Oh, you would record every mix, man.
1: Was because K-Day, was K-Day like the first ones to play like rap Hip-hop, music? Yeah. All
2: 24 they were the first. Wow. Very Is that first. like I don't I don't 85, know. Eighty to... five, eighty four, and that's for US. That's across the board. Period. Really? So it started in L.A. I don't know, I think maybe UK was not twenty four, but UK had probably some dope ass shit going on. But as far as twenty four hitting you over the head with yeah. hip but not just hip hop, there wasn't that much hip hop out at R&B. the point. Yeah, yeah. So they played the R and B that was hot at the time, so you hear the Jets or yeah. Evelyn Champagne King. Like you would hear everything. Yeah. And that's why I think a lot of us West Coast as DJs, we got exposed to that. Like the, the early bread of West Coast DJs, we got exposed to that. Like things changed in Radio Land at some point where everything just had to be we're R and B, we're right. hip hop, we're pop, where like it was just like hit you over the head like nonstop like that. But at one point it was I wanna say it was as broad, but it was definitely you could hear some clash or you could hear frickin' you would hear on the rock station you hear white lines or erotic city cameo or some shit and then on the r&b station you would hear like the clash or tears for fear shout Mm -hmm. or something you know you would hear it was across the board now it's like uh oh tears for fears that goes on the rock station you know even oh that beat is hot nah 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 even what's the song um was a song called let's go all the way and they just totally bit fly girl and like like it would be even that nowadays they're like no 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 that has to go dark but it's just fly girl beat like yeah. it was a lot of that stuff so we got to hear everything it wasn't just straight down your throat easy e all day or anything <laughs> or bismarcky because that's where I first heard make the music with your mouth biz was oh the, wow was the morning show you on know K-Day? on my way to school like. 7:30 a.m. Boom,
0: boom! <laughs> wow! <laughs>
2: like I remember the day, like pulling up, like Yo, man, hold on, don't let me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready yet. <laughs> like we were in front of my friend had a system. That was the days everybody had. You had to have a system. Speakers so, in the back. Yeah, car speaker. Shit. Someone probably had a car. He probably had a car speaker, but just that song. But yeah, K Day was the first place I heard that. That was wow. the morning show. You know, that's what you were hearing the bass. I used to leave. I used to get, 120 cassettes. Oh yeah, yeah. And so I used to leave for school and put it on record, and then go to school and just record the morning, the mm. morning show. Wow. That's how dope K Day was. K Day was, the, shit as far as playing everything. So you'd always get a catch up. You catch everything there.
1: You you mentioned like getting uh, like recording obviously. These these mixes. There was a, a thread on Twitter that I, that I started about like really influential like, oh, mixtape, mix yeah. Thing. And and there was a, a bunch of mixes that you referenced in that. And a lot oh, of them. Dre, were, almost. Yeah, Dre, and there was some other ones. But um, were they were they on KD? How did you, how did you get those mixes?
2: Those mixtape, those mixtapes were throughout the years. I don't really you remember what they are. You got a list of them. Like, oh, you gotta man. have a list, man. <laughs> Let what me try to find what it. What kind of interview is this, man? <laughs> no, <laughs> um, you got the... Got the computer open, front and over there. No, um, what I do? I did Dre. I did, see, you suck, man. You can't call something out. (laughs) And
1: not be prepared for it.
2: Yeah, man. I did DJ Shame, one of mine. And the rest of my, top five tapes, all five are mine, man. Yeah. No, what tapes? Can't find it? It's just so, so industry, long ago. Yeah. <clears throat> and you still have all these tapes for the most part. Yeah. 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 Functioning. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I got tape decks. I buy, I still look for Walkmans. I'll go to, um, I need to give up my game, but I'll go <laughs> to different um, bootleg ass, I'll call them, but ghetto ass or whatever, but um, electronic shops, like electronic shops that sell like the speakers that have lights in them and right, stuff right, downtown right. Los Angeles right, and right. stuff like that. So I'll go yeah, like downtown, I'll go downtown and check the 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 area over there sometimes or but yeah, I like look for walkmans, I'll look for yeah, go to swap meets, look for walkmans, buy tape decks, I buy I have the um the what is that? Morantz there's, I have the, no, that's Taskam I have this studio tape deck, it's so dope, but I haven't, we don't do it, we don't do it. Wolf and Stone Store, they used to do this uh, cassette store day thing, and then they would set up two tape decks, and everybody would come and just play tapes, but the tape decks they had had pitch. Mm. So everybody would. That's be, right. So me and Wolf would be nerds and have our tapes, like we would take it too little too serious. So we would try to mix. We'd be in there trying to mix the tapes, like Ooh, yeah. Get, getting busy doubles and all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we're off of tape decks, but then I found this one that is so killer and it's a studio model. And like, as soon as you hit the button, it just starts and paused. Like it's a, it's per, it's so dope, but it has separate outputs for the, for the, for each tape deck so you can hook it up to a mixer wow. and it has a pitch on each one. Oh wow oh, it's that's crazy it's
1: so a guy that that does a whole is that awesome tapes from africa have you heard of? That yeah guy? they use the same tape deck. Oh, that's wow.
2: where i saw it first like wow. oh that's the one the guys i was like oh that's how they do it but they're like but they're not up there right i mean are they i have not i've only seen, seen them yeah. once and they were just i mean they were pitching stuff down and playing it but they weren't um like echoing out. Maybe they are now. That was so long ago when I saw them. But yeah, they were the ones I saw using it. I was like, oh shit, they make those?
1: Yeah. Um, that's actually funny you say that. And a, a little tie into Serato is like, yep, yeah, to our sponsor. Um, <laughs> it's funny because uh, Steve, when he came up, Steve is the, one of the founders of, of Serato. When he was a bass player, uh, he was trying to speed up and slow down. Baseline, line so he could figure out you know the notes yeah, mm-hmm. and you know if you had those tape you know you slowed it down the pitch would change and he was like this oh is yeah but do. that's not gonna
2: do it no. you can't do it with uh oh yeah you can't do it as no bass player yeah. boom, 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 <laughs> you have to boom, tune your bass boom, down
1: boom, boom. Yeah. yeah so that's why he uh he created pitching time
2: oh look at that yeah. tie-in wow <laughs> but tie but pitching time was just in um pro tools, pro tools right yeah. yeah it wasn't Anything as a DJ tool? No. When did the DJ aspect come into it?
1: Oh man, we just did a presentation on that. <laughs> I already <laughs> forgot. Um, but I think uh, the DJ thing that was Scratch Studio. So that was what two
0: thousand two. Yeah. Was well for me. It was two thousand right. Yeah. But I think two thousand two was the first SL one SL one box prototype. Yeah, yeah. Prototype. Yeah. Absolutely. It was a long time ago. The rest is history. I saw
2: a track was the first.
0: Yeah.
1: A track, yeah. He was he was really helpful and in,
2: us in introducing. Yeah, he, to he was at NAM, Yeah, I remember. He Were you at NAM that? NAMM? I would, mm-hmm. No way. I tried it out. It's like this is dope. Oh my god, what is this? You mean what? You can do what? With a what? <laughs> yeah, and he was up there. I think it was a little unstable at the NAM at that moment, but it was still popping. And then um, yeah, I remember them sending it. They sent us, they sent, I don't know if they sent everyone a box, but I remember getting a box and then we, we did Nightlife Beat Junkies. We had a club called Nightlife. And I remember I was like, man, I'm just gonna bring my computer. I got, the, I got that Serato thing, man. <laughs> and I showed up with my computer and Serato and they were like, oh. It was dope, man. I remember that shit, it was dope. I used to make so many tapes with Serato? Oh, my goodness. I used to roll up to Night flavors and just be bumping whatever mix I just made that day. Oh, when wow. When it first came, I'm like, instant doubles, John. Instant doubles. You Man, you could just, everything you got doubles of.
1: Especially Beat Junkies. That's You know, you guys are doubles. You guys created oh the way it, we do
2: so doubles. I so I used to go crazy. I have to look for a CD. Because I re record them all. And then just try. That, that would be my ride music to the show or for the week. Wow. but it'd be everything the time mm. prints some hip-hop some house it was everything like oh my god i have doubles of every record i start recording everything <laughs> i still haven't stopped I'm like, eyes oh, stop i don't need to record everything it's a c- curse i record everything i hate it well um I got a couple of questions
1: about recording stuff. Um,
2: yeah, man, I record everything. Damn, so, dude. So there's, there's,
1: t- there's two mixtapes of, of yours that are like my personal favorites. Yeah. Um, one of them is um, J-Leb versus J-Rock. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the second one is, and we were talking to Babs about this the other day, is Sound Bombing 2. Yeah, me
2: and Babu, Pro Tools. That's the first time we ever saw Pro Tools. Oh, really? Yeah, man, we were tripping. Yeah, so it's just, just the studio magic. That's wh- what we kept calling it. Like, yo, you can do that. Yeah, it was dope. Where did you guys record that? Damn, Enterprise maybe. I think that was the name of the studio. Where, where is that? Man, is that I don't it? remember. Man, it was in the Valley. Um, it was basically in a small ass room. Cause this is all pre Serato. This is all. Yeah, yeah. No, they vinyl. pressed up the vinyl. Pressed it up. Yeah, yeah. So we, me and Babs. I think we got about three pieces of vinyl each per track i mean three each like here's your th- here's your six here's your six oh copies. right 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 you know, we both got doubles and each record had three songs on one side and the instrumentals on the flip oh wow so it was all those songs so everything on vinyl and then maybe a couple ones off and then the drops on vinyl Oh, wow. We made pressed vinyl of the drops. Um, yeah. We just we knocked it out maybe in about a week. Maybe three. Yeah, about a week, maybe We week or two. I don't think two weeks. About a week. And you
1: guys, like, divided up. How did you, like,
2: work on We just on that went team? in and did it what we did. Because the thing was okay, so that was from Fat Beats. We did. So me and Babs worked at Fat Beats. And. Which just is reopening yeah, right, just coming back, yep. right? Shout out to Fat Beats. I'm yeah, not working up. there again though. <laughs> 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 Maybe come in and do some bin cleaning. But so me and Babs worked at Fat Beats and we threw an anniversary party. And Most Def just came out with Universal Magnetic. Mm. And Shout out to Brooklyn. Indeed. Brooklyn. So Yasin, so right. Yasin came out with Universal Magnetic and we were throwing a Fat Beats anniversary party. And then they came and said they wanted to perform. Oh, have Quali, they want to come out and perform. And we're like, all right, whatever, Fat Beats. You know, Universal Magnetic wasn't super, super big. Like, you know, like it wasn't you know, it just came out. Mm. It wasn't, oh, yo, universe. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. that yet. So, but he was still most deaf. It was still like, oh, that shit's dope. And people still, it wasn't like he wasn't known, but it wasn't the classic it is today. You mm. know what I mean? It just came out. It was just the hot shit. Because that was one of the biggest Raucous records. Yeah, yeah, initially. yeah. It was right. building up. It was building up. just came out. So he comes and performs at the... The big thing was Reflection Eternal. Yeah, Mm. that was the big one. Two thousand seasons. Yeah, that was the big one. Yep. So everybody was on that shit.
0: That was the shit.
2: Everybody. Oh yo, that was the shit. Yeah. So Universal just I think just came out. So we had Most and Quali perform. Wow. And it was mainly Most and Quali came up, did some things, and then, um, the guys from Rockus were there and they heard us DJing, me and Babs. They're like, oh, you guys are dope, man. We're making this mixtape. You guys want it? And we're like, yeah, yeah, all right, word. (laughs) Let's do it. So that's where we start. And then, so yeah, we just booked the studio and just, so they heard, we made a tape, that's what it is. We made a tape of, me and Babu made a tape for that night to give away Oh, wow. at the party. And We, like, stressed out, made, like, 50 copies, made them by hand, cut them. So we made tapes to give out to the people. And like, we gave one to the Rockets dudes. That's what it is. We gave one to them cats, and they listened to it. And that's, oh, man, you guys got to do soundbombing two.
1: Because Evil D did soundbombing one. Soundbombing yeah. one.
2: And we almost did three, but... We're like, it doesn't make sense to do them back-to-back. You mm-hmm. know, we didn't want to, and then So they got Chalk and Cypher Sounds. Right. Oh, that's so right. So that's mm-hmm. why they got, they're like, oh, you know what? We'll still get a beat, Junkie.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Chalk. <laughs> shout out Mr. Chalk. <laughs> yeah, yeah shout yes, out Mr.
2: Chalk. So, yeah, so that's how, yeah, that's how that came came into play.
1: And it was, did Soundbombing 3 have Get By on it? Was that that time?
2: I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even That one was a little bit more jiggy. Yeah, that's right. That was their... That's when Rockus was trying to really make moves. Rupert
1: Murdoch trying to get that money, mm-hmm. press dad.
2: Yeah, that was fun, man. That was a good mix. It was for yeah, first time we saw Pro Tools, first time for a lot of shit there. Damn.
0: What was your favorite song off that compilation man. Off that that uh, that mix? Shoot, I don't
2: even know. Maybe the either the Diamond D or the mm-hmm. Co Flow one. Those are the two. When that it rains, of pours. Popped them in, popped into my mind the quickest. Yeah, for some reason.
1: Who did the Who did the Medina Green juggle? I don't remember.
3: Oh, man. We
2: just went back and back. Like, you do one, I'll do the next. You do one, I'll do the next. Or I'll do these, and then you cut up over this. I don't remember. I haven't listened to that CD in so long. But, yeah, it was, it's mainly, yeah, Babs, me, Babs, me, Babs. It's like that. I don't know who kicks it off, but, you know, we both just rotate it.
1: Yeah, we were saying, like, it's hard to listen to those songs without them being mixed by you guys nah, at this I haven't one? heard that
2: CD <laughs> since we made it probably the cassette from the studio Wow. yeah that was fun man that was yeah that was dope I never even think of it because we just it was just a passing moment at the time but yeah Rock is, that, That's kind of a it's a classic I've heard yeah it's people, a piece of history man considered you know a mixtape but yeah. it was all like new shit so you know wasn't 12 inches that were out and all that.
1: That's the thing. Yeah. And I mean, the way they rolled that out, I thought was genius. You know, they had the, the subway car and you could buy each 12. Oh, yeah, the 12s. Yeah, put it's like 12s. Lego, you know, you make it yourself. It was yeah. so dope.
2: Yeah, we used to, I used to sign a lot of those. We had a couple in stores and we would do the release party. Yeah, we had a couple them And that's actually how I got to be most and quality DJ for a second from was all that nonsense. Right, yeah, so yeah.
1: you were black star DJ yeah for a second for
2: probably up until whenever I don't know whenever they refused to pay me Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) got owe me some money no hell yeah (laughs) 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 but they're the homies I ain't tripping I'll do um, I definitely still rock with them but they have their brother I think most brother DJs Quali got a DJ he's always had a DJ and then um, most has two DJs, off-bat.
0: Yeah, Preservation, one of them, shout Preservation. Yeah, so he
2: yeah. yeah, is off-bat. So, but yeah, I used to, man, we used to rock heavy. Boy, they need to bring me back, man. Cause <laughs> we used to, we cause we would just get there, and this is the pre Serato and all that shit too. And we would just get there and I would have their instrumentals and a couple other little things I think they would like that I grabbed from Fat Beats instrumentals or whatever. And then we would just get there and be like, what do you want to do? Oh. all right all right boom and then just go on no practice i never got to practice with those dudes maybe once when they did colbert show or some shit oh, crazy. but that would be it you know maybe practice once or twice but that would they were fun dudes to dj with that was dope
1: and then um Stone throw so you've had like a really long relationship to you know going to the j-lib
2: Friday night flavor days yeah that's what it's all from man it yeah. all stems everything stems from everything's a branch from something else from right? the radio stuff or just from whatever like we could just start from one thing and then boom 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 boom, boom. like it just you meet somebody and then you never know where that's gonna take you totally. or who who, would, who that person ends up being you know so yeah um what was the question again? Just the about Stone, Stone Stowe, throw, yeah Yeah, Stone Stowe was just through um, Friday Night Flavors. Like, just Wolf putting out records, putting out Charisma, and putting out the early Stone Stowe stuff. He would just send me test press. And we actually did a track on a compilation. Was that Deep Concentration or mm-hmm. some weird comp on Ohm Records or something? Mm.
1: <clears throat> I think I think a couple of the junkies are on the... This, this Peanut Butter Wolf tale, tale of five Cities. That's a
2: song off of his album, but yeah. way before that, oh, he okay. did a beat. And it's like around the time he was about to, him and Bab started talking about Super Duck. Lyrics, that's right.
1: Actually. I heard that's his mo- the most successful Probi- uh, Stone record.
2: Probably that, yeah. Probably that or Mad Villain. Yeah. I could see. But definitely, yeah, that was a long running seller right there until. <laughs> you had to buy doubles, though. You know, it was, oh, a, shit. It was a package. People bought more than doubles. They wore them out and had to buy more. Yeah. yeah. And then it even got bootlegged. There was oh, a boot, no way. Yeah, someone bootlegged it. Damn. It was so popular. It was popping. Yeah, that was a big one for Stone. So, but I just met him through. Did I meet him through Babu or just going through the Bay? I think I just met him, met him through Babu and going to the Bay at the time. There's a club called Justice League out there, and a lot of heads. That was like the place to perform at. Cause he's uh, Wolf's from San Jose, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I actually Wolf worked at um, a distribution company out there. And that's how he started Stones Throw. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so he worked at I forgot the name of it, but there was one out there, and he actually used to call. A couple, maybe Fat Beats and a couple other spots and push stuff so I've heard the name and then especially Friday Night Flavors came and I'm putting records out on my own and he would you know float me the records and then us Babu and me and him doing a song together and then just ended up being the homie at some point
1: yeah shout out and, to Stunzer I mean yeah. they're always real generous with uh, you know hooking up the records Kota mm-hmm. and, and the homies over there yeah
2: man that's, a, that's the crew so yeah I mean uh, ever since then it's just been cool man you put out a record for me yeah you know put out whatever I give them. base not whatever I give them, but you know <laughs> but you're you're still making music too and you yeah I just stuff, need huh? to get on the ball more just so busy recording records for Serato See, that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> 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 it's the worst but um yeah I, I Serato sample helps a lot I have yeah. to say that definitely helps a lot um but yeah I need to get back in there but they're uh he put it. He put something out for me, and they let me do edits for him every once in a while. And I'm always on tour with Wolf. He's just a homie at this. At this point, it's just he's like the homie. So that's it. Family. Yeah, he's family. Um, he's even yelled at me. So you know we. <laughs> you know we are really good. Friends, yeah, 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 yeah. He told me one time. This is. He's gonna hate me for telling this story, <laughs> but it's. A, it was. It, it turned into an inside joke for me, Della, and Madlib. It was something we would say to each other, like you know, when you're hanging out with your boys, yeah. there's certain things you can say with them. And they, oh yeah, only you can say it with a full crowd. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no know. one's gonna get yeah, it. Yeah, so um one time um we were when we J Lib tour, we were overseas, and people kept messing up Wolf's name, like they would say. Wolf peanut, or like they were just fucking up, like, it, but it kept happening, and then it's like, a complex name for a lot of people, so they, it just kept happening. And I'm a dick sometimes, so I kept jabbing them like, I would like, we'll be out, and I'm like, oh, peanut butter sandwich, or like just fucking it up <laughs> even more. <laughs> and I was just the worst, I was the worst. And then, um, I'm sorry, wolf, <laughs> I apologize for that, and so I kept doing that. and. And um, we were at the Jazz Cafe and we're all upstairs hanging out and he was, and there was another, and somebody else came in to interview him and they were like, yo, what up, um, Peanut? And he was like, (laughs) (laughs) you could just see his head go, he was just like, Peanut? It is not peanut. <laughs> it's not butter. Like he just started going off on dude. And the dude like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He just had enough. And then the dude left. And then it was me, Dilla, and we were just like talking and smoking and <laughs> telling jokes. And then I'm like, hey, peanut, no. And he's just like, yo, J Rock, man, don't ever Call me again. Like he just went off on me. I was like, oh. And so ever since then, we, like, we would always make fun of each other. Like, yo, J-Rock, man, don't ever call me again, man. It was the worst. But we So me and Wolf passed that threshold. You know what I'm saying? I feel like once you, you and a buddy yeah. have yelled at each other and we're able to over, you're good for life. You know what it's I'm true. saying? So Wolf is my boy. So I'm just down with Stone Throw, just period. Like it's just the crew. It's just whatever.
1: Speaking of interesting names, um, what can you you tell me about a a gentleman called Flaunt Edwards? Oh,
2: man, that's the edit cat, man. Um, Just edits. I feel if it's J-Rock, you're not really going to trip. Right. Like, you know, disco edit, you're like, J-Rock, disco, J-Rock edit. You're like, oh, what the (laughs) hell? What's going on? (laughs) What's he doing? You know what I mean? If I put Flaunt, it's more like, you know what you're gonna get no nah, not even yeah. that i don't even think anybody knows i mean right now we're letting a cat out i'm like, sorry man it's okay yeah. man but um shit i might get more gigs is fun <laughs> <laughs> um it's more of just the alias just to for that not to be not type cast like i'm already known as playing i would hope as a dj that plays a little bit of everything but um as far as edits and putting stuff out and um, just having alias to do that. Just that's all I made it up just to do disco edits. Really, just to kick that off and do house edits and to be able to play a house club mm. every once in a while. Trying to get whatnot. booked at Bergheim?
1: No, I book
2: wherever, man. As long as I can play some good stuff, man. Yeah. That's really it. Are right.
1: you putting? You're putting edits out, but you're putting music out as Flaunt Edwards?
2: Yeah, I have a actually a twelve coming out on. Uh, or EP, whatever you call it, on Leaving Records, yeah. You like the hat, so yeah, I Leaving Records. <laughs> so yeah, me and uh, Matthew, he's like, oh, I put it out. I gave him a copy. So, but that's like I said, some different, different some weird, stuff. some weird shit. You know what I mean? It's not really, it's not just some hip hop. It's not even regular house stuff. You know.
1: When is that coming out?
2: Soon. Okay. Should be soon. He just got the testing recently. Oh, yeah. So. Um, should be soon. Um, he's had it for a minute. He ain't tripping. He's like, oh man. He probably didn't even like it, but
1: they put out so many good records. Yeah, right? he's
2: good, man. Uh, leaving records. Put, he put out Laraji. You know, that's, that's how right. I got Laraji on the show. Was okay. Matt, you know,
1: and like Benedek and mm-hmm. Sayo. Man.
2: Um, shit, knowledge. He's the first to put that's out right. knowledge. He's the first to put out Mind Design. He's the first to put out. You know, all those cats. Wow. He's 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 definitely got his hand on the pulse of things. You know, he's in the new age right now, so he hasn't really been on the beat tip. But he even, he got dope beats. Matthew. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mat- yeah. Matthew David? Yeah, Matthew yeah. David. But, yeah, so Flaunt's just an alias, just to do something like that, to do disco edits and to do, and a lot of people didn't know it was me, but then a lot of people do. It's kind of cool to... I've had two cool experiences as a Flaunt, as as Flaunt. Yeah. <laughs> um, one cool thing was, um, where was I? I was somewhere at a club in downtown and it was Chalk. I went to go just support Chalk, but it was also Chalk, Todd Terry and Kenny Dope. Mm. Oh, Dope. So I was like, oh man, I gotta heavy. go. Yeah, so I, like, Ooh, I gotta yeah. go. Chalk, what time you open it? No, I was <laughs> Oh, you at eight? No. I'm just <laughs> so I went and uh, hung out with Chalk and, and, and then I went to go see Kenny and I was like, oh, what's up, Kenny? And he's like, oh man, J-Rock. No, he no, he's like, oh man, what's up, man? And he was with Todd Terry. He's like, yo, Todd, you know uh, Flaunt Edwards, man? And I was like, huh? I, why you don't <laughs> <laughs> introduce me as, as J-Rock, you know what I mean? And then I've spied a few places where I've DJ'd and, like, be DJing, and the person before me or sometime during the night will be playing something that will say Fawn Edwards. I'm like, oh, shit. But I don't know if they know. You know what I mean? That I you? Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, a yeah. lot of people really know. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah, a lot. Like, that's the purpose of it. Right. You know? That was the, that was I'm have to the purpose now. of it. My bad. Nah, it's okay. It's all right. I, the... Um people will forget. And but
1: and you so you're you're playing uh you're playing this weekend in San Francisco, right? With yeah, a bunch of people. Do you over cats. That's right. Are mm-hmm. you playing as Flaunt for the do over?
2: No, nah, I'm J Rock, but I'm probably play house, you Don't. know. Faunt's a, a little extravagant, you know. So Font's a Flaunt's a little bit much the way that he's presented. <laughs>
0: you know. Will uh Flaunt ever go uh to drum and bass? Ever, nah, he's he strictly how uh, ha- He's strictly
2: house and disco. Cause I like at one point, a couple years ago, I got like on a real big disco kick and a real big Ron Hardy and a big, mm. I started going super hard in the paint with just Ron Hardy mixes, going online, looking for them, downloading them. Rotary style. Yeah, yep. I got it. I got the yep, rain, the, that's right. the rain rotary. Yeah, I was about to buy the one in Australia and then that rain rotary came. I was like, no need for that right now, you know. Um shit and even hooked up with Serato. Hey right, there dude. it is. Yeah, it everybody. Hooked, <laughs> <laughs> it even hooked up with Serato, but it just has a buzz. Mine has a buzz like in a channel. Okay. So I don't like to use it that much. But it sounds so I understand why cats use the rotary, you know. They sound so if it's made right, mm. it sounds so clean.
1: That technique's totally different, (coughs) though, right? I mean, for someone like that's mixing. Yeah, it's just
2: mixing. I just want to mix. You know, I like mixing sometimes. I don't go. I can't remember the last club I've been to, where I've got up there and was like, (laughs) you know, I don't really do that out as much anymore um i'll do it maybe one point if i throw in like a quiet storm or something like something that makes sense Mm -hmm. but i'm not really up there the whole night i guess the ron hardy shit fucked me up (laughs) like because i got heavy into that and start hearing like edits of shit and like he's playing edits and then like wow that's dope the way that they're doing the edits like i was hip to edits but just that just made me do some more research like You know, I was already hip to Danny Krivet, and I was already listening to all those cats and listening to... Dimitri from Paris. Yeah, Yeah. well, even before him, he wasn't really... He's kind of newer. He's kind of newer with the edit thing. But it was back then before, you know, before that was Danny, mainly Danny Krivet and Latin Rascals and whoever was doing the TD records and Bozo Meccos and like growing up. Larry Levan, yeah, but John even Ruff. Larry Levan, but those cats are just mixed. They're, they're just they're kings of mixing shit down. Engineers, right? Yeah, yeah. they're like they're taking shit. They're editing, of course. Like if yeah. you were to hear the LP version, you're like, yeah. But like you would hear a Tom Moulton mix, right? Like, mm-hmm. like early in those days, those cats are in there like really getting busy. Messing like, with the stamp. If you see the name on the record, you're like, oh, that dude knows how to mix shit down. You know what right. I mean? Like that's kind of weird. If you think about it, like, ain't you nobody know, like, giving a fuck about how that record's mixed down. Right. But in the disco days, you have an LP, and then you have like a single, and it say, Mixed by Tom, you're like, oh, shit, I'm gonna get, even BT Express album, if the whole album is all oh, the Tom Moulton shit, Moulton. says big, a Tom Moulton mix, yeah. you know? So, um, kind of learned about that, even, like, oh, shit, these cats were, these, promo mercury 12 inches are really different than the lp version even though it doesn't have this different time like a special disco mix is really a special disco mix sometimes Mm. you know what i mean like sometimes sometimes it could be just a louder press but sometimes it really is a special disco mix you know
1: I, I heard um in the bay they had this uh this thing called razor and tape oh shit! Uh, or some razor made that was what it was oh razor service made. yeah they were like a record pool and they had specific like a lot of those new wave songs and especially i guess in the castro district at that time that was pop and yeah. stuff and that have special extended like disco mixes sure. through the 80s that were kind of like that too well
2: another big one is a uh, disco net Right. You, so nets 80s or 70s up into the 80s. And they did a lot of disco. DJ edit style. Yeah, they were edits. They didn't get the sessions. Right. So their stuff was mainly just something repeated. That's crazy. Or even, um, <clears throat> you bring up Razor, Ultimix. Ultimix, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ultimix yeah. is another big one. that, And they even, they were so big, some of their mixes even made it onto the major like mm. release, like I think Tag Team. Whip oh yeah, is, yeah, yeah, is yeah. An Ultimix and I think um, like Two Live Crew might have took a Ultimix. Mm. Wow. So like they were big for a moment. So yeah, those are early edit game. But then yeah, once I learned Ron Hardy and just the Chicago, yeah, I just did too much. And then there was a book called uh, The Disco Files. And it was basically a book of this guy He was just, his articles, he wrote, I forgot the name of the magazine, but it was during the disco heyday, and every week he did an article about disco where he had a top 10, and he broke down the new releases of the week, and then besides his top 10, he would get top 10s from all the DJs around the country. And he would have Larry Levan in there, he would have David Macuso in there, like, he has the heavy hitters, and he got Bob from <laughs> St. Louis. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bob. Hey, it's Democratic. That's good. I like that. <laughs> so, <clears throat> they got a little bit of everybody in the book. And it's a super, not super, than that even was like, damn, this is crazy. What book is this? The Disco Files. The Disco Files. Yeah, it's so, it's I mean. Essential reading. Yeah, it is. It's definitely one of those books where you're like, oh, it's not even reading. It's just, it's, it's not something where you can go all the way to 78 and start from seventy eight. you know what I mean? It's broken down by year and broken down by, um, label year, month and week. So it's every, every week, like I was saying every week. And then there's, what was I going? Oh yeah. That's what it was. There's a year end chart Mm. at the end, but it's dope. And you can see the rise and the fall of disco with the book. Oh, like right, it's not written as a book, but it's just charts. That's such an so interesting. It, like, you can see big, this week's big. new disco release, and then by '78, you well, it's another flooded market and then oh, another really? cookie cut. So and so, so and so trying to sound like Donna Summer, and Donna Summer, like you. But you can see what's hot at the time. Like was Donna Summer really hot? Or you know, if, not saying she wasn't, but you can see. What every DJ, BT Express, like all that shit was just popping.
1: That's like, a crazy uh, arc though, that disco arc, hey? Yeah, because
2: yeah. it wasn't really. That's the begin, Because that is the beginning of House for mm-hmm. the most part, you that's know? That's right, yeah. And Very a, true. And a lot of that, and a lot of what Ron Hardy was playing was just edits of all that stuff, of the disco stuff. And that's what, that's what became because that's what they started making up. Well, I'm not from Chicago, so they'll be like, you know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> they, from what I understand, I'll start it off with that. From my point of view, is... um Ryan Hardy used to always play this edit of Isaac Hayes called uh, Can't Turn Around. And then it came a point where they would take it and recreate it on the drum machine oh wow yeah and that's what the turning point marshall jefferson um dun dun, dun, dun uh, i'm not going to sing it right but okay the big hit mark marshall jefferson i can't i can't turn around oh okay
1: so it's like a cover
2: it's a cover of the isaac A's wow edit, basically that's crazy yeah so i didn't just know that in, yeah so they went in and just remade that and then went to the another one that so that's how how started basically was all them cats just trying to recreate these edits and then but on drum machines and keyboards
1: kind of like i guess how africa bambada tried to recreate yeah he tried to do planet
2: rock his craft work and he wanted to do numbers numbers right yeah and even egyptian lover he wanted to do a song just for his name that's e- what yeah, it, Egypt, and he's Egypt. replaying Egypt Egypt you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. what if I make a hip-hop song about me playing Egypt <laughs> shout out to Egyptian Egypt. lover you know what I'm saying yeah. so yeah that's that's the beginning of a creative process maybe
0: I don't know yeah like that's biting stuff
1: that's so cool though like yeah you, know, when you think about it, it's evolution right yeah 100
0: percent. 100 percent. talking about musical evolution um you have a school
2: yeah, that B Junkie you're, School You're passing on right. like,
0: all this knowledge and information and skill Not this, this deep, but well, yeah, yeah true, true, Oh, like. you got it though some, some No, time, they, sure. get it. Yeah, yeah. they get it, yeah But yeah, talk to us about the, the Institute
2: um, The Institute is um, our school B Junkie Institute of Sound um, It's in Glendale San Fernando Road I forgot the address, but it's on San Fernando Road But we just opened up a school, and we just wanted to give back a little bit and maybe I think a couple a couple of us wanted to teach a little bit more. Like Babu and Chalk are heavy over there. Mm. Um Chalk
1: has his background in teaching. Yes yeah, well, yeah. I'm saying.
2: So Chalk's real good at teaching. So I think we just had it at one moment we just had a point where everybody was l- just got, as a crew, we got together and just like, what do you guys think about opening up a school, you know? You know, let's teach some cats on how to DJ. um, Give back to what, you know, what we know. You know, and also have a place for us to hang out, for us to be homies and hang out. Like, it's also, it's not just a school. It's definitely a school, a place that we want people to come and teach, but it's also kind of like our dojo too. Like mm. it's where we're we're there.
1: You guys kind of create a community too. You have
2: the it's open a tables. Dope community. It's so dope. Yeah. It's like just walking in there. That's what I mean. It's kind of like our, our dojo where you kind of into our world. Mm. Like even being a student, because like um, even being a student, you're you're being taught by Babs or Chalk or Red or me or Mellow. At some time, at some point, you're being taught by all of us. At some point, you're gonna meet everyone everyone yeah you know at some point you're going to one of us you'll come um to the school and just hang out with us and we have open turntables after classes so i think after a while everyone as a student gets to cut it up with one of us mm. like i may not go there to teach one day but i may just be hanging out talking to celos or the other people that work there yeah. talking to somebody else or just hanging out with babs or something or and, meet other students and or, yeah well i may just drop by not even with the intention oh, right. of hanging out with students or doing anything and i'll just come hey what's up y'all and then you know there'll, there'll be a middle of class but then we'll all get busy together at the end of the night and everybody will cut it up and it's, a com- it's definitely more of a community thing. It's dope teaching cats and showing them um, a different way of DJing. Not to say our way is the correct way or anything, but just a different way of, of DJing and um, keeping kind of a K-Day legacy, a mix mm-hmm. master at this mm-hmm. point.
1: And I think that's the, what's really cool is that, like, you know, sure you say Well But we don't
2: sell it as a K-Day mixed right. master. Like, we're just... But B Junkie style is basically from that. From that, yeah, yeah. You know totally what I mean?
1: Right. I think also that you know, you guys, if, even if it's the correct way or not, is kind of different. You know, you're going to attract people that that want to learn your yeah. way. It's it's kind of a unique position. I mean, I'm not trying to throw shade at other schools, but you guys are. It's very very few times you, as a, as a student you can go and learn from somebody that you listen to or, or yeah. as a mentor that you have some kind of like inspiration from and you can talk to that person that's, that's and that the fact that it's a community too you guys are providing a, a space that doesn't really exist right now as far as like you know that record store you said you worked at, at fat beats or or something you know, i used to work at a record store too and that was yeah there's a, a vibe there man you could just it's, chat and yep. have that dialogue and, mm-hmm. and a lot of that learning comes from that i think that's pretty amazing that you guys and you have the record store in there as well,
2: right? Yeah, but it's like used hip hop stuff. It's not you're not gonna come and get the newest heat or anything. Yeah. But you know, if it's mainly a record store, we kind of made the school all in house, so they're not. I kind of think of it as this, like I, they're not explaining it. This is just my <laughs> point of view. I just have yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't speak. <laughs> I'm not speaking for any of them at all. I'm speaking just for me. But. Yep they it's kind of like a one shop in-house like you could come you want to learn how to dj come on we're going to teach no disrespect to serato but <laughs> you know we're going to teach you how on vinyl first yeah like you don't deserve this like we had to work for this yeah like yes it's out yes you can download it but to fully understand it to fully to not fuck you up if you're if you rely just on your computer and you don't know re- how to do it really on your headphones and you got a thing so we teach you how on vinyl first mm. so that's the first thing and then once we feel like at some point in you know whatever l- not lesson, but you know different the different tier of the school when you get to that tier we'll bring you bring in your computer then you start doing the lessons that we're teaching you, we start doing that on Serato, but we bring in you know other modes of Serato and tell you what This does what that does, and you have you're prepared for it though a bit better that way, yeah. You're yeah. you now at yeah. this point, you're not just getting up there and you're like, What's absolute mode? What's relative mode? How do I mix? What's on beat? What do you mean, dropping all the one? What do you mean, relative mode? What do you mean, key lock? What do you mean, jug? Yeah. What do you mean, double snap? Like, yeah. that's just too much, yeah, at once. So, at first, you know, we like even people complain that you're like, Why are you teaching me how to scratch first? Yeah, like the first beginning of the lessons are scratching like not like, what's up, what's up, what's up? like we're getting people that don't know jack you know what I'm saying? they're just yo we want to learn how to dj yeah you're like okay or oh my god i've seen someone dj before and i want to learn too and like come on let's go yeah you know and then we teach you like first you gotta learn how to go uh on beat like you gotta uh and then go uh uh or you don't chir- chirp so it's know? a very physical just rubs learn how to do a baby scratch Mm -hmm. like just to bring it in on the one right before you even learn how to mix like we'll learn you're going to get the beat matching and all that but let's learn first the basics of uh, of 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 a baby scratch and a couple other little things to help you in your mix and bring in in your mix Mm. and then we also teach you mixing and all we everything but then also we got the record store is what you were saying yeah but all that's old stuff and Doubles that's to help out you when you're starting right with the with the vinyl like you want us if you don't want to just have what we have given you to learn and you instead of running down to amoeba and trying to pick up some records right that's very expensive run, these days yeah so just we got in there cheap so yeah. just come on a record that's probably $30 somewhere else is going to be $7 yeah. you know at our spot so um and then we have our our gear or whatever, and then we have the open turntables. And then we every once in a while we we'll throw an event, like a one year anniversary. We just do that. We just yeah, congratulations on your one DMC, year. We did DMC. We did the DMC. There. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um. So we're trying to that's we're trying to be the DJ spot, the DJ spot hands down. Like anything to do with DJing, come to our school and 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 fuck with us. Like we want to be like that spot like no distance all the other schools are dope everybody has their thing but we're more of a community yeah like you know we want to be more of a oh what's up j-rock if you see me out like at the club i don't want it to be don't talk to me yeah yeah, yeah i don't want you know i want it to be yo what's up you know we ain't got to like talk forever but you know <laughs> <laughs> like this you mean <laughs> yeah. but you know I, like i'm da- i'm not it's not standoffish like, yeah if You're I not see- professor yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's. I'm not. We're not at the school. Say what's up. You know. um, You know. Thank you for coming. Th- you know that type of shit.
1: But that's gonna be a, a new challenge for you too. Because did you have you taught before or is this kind of like a new lane? Uh, that's
2: it's a new lane. Yeah. You know, I'm in there. What I teach, I teach. Fortunately, I teach serato, so it's nerded out. Shout out to my class. Sponsor. Yeah. My class is like the super nerded out class. Like, but I'm. I'm not teaching basic serato. I'm teaching. Under the hood, advanced. Yeah, kind of advanced and beat match, beat grid. I'll teach y'all a little bit. Whatever you teach me, <laughs> I'll take that and then use what I then what I learn on my own, and then flip that and then teach them whatever. So J Rock style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And then we'll do J Rock style drills and you know that type of stuff, doubles or something and cue points or needle drop i did that one once like oh dope yeah yeah like we we did uh we did uh 10 cc Johnny. You know? oh wow yeah yeah and then so one two three four so dun, dun, you know wow you know that was like a routine i used to do that was dope when you guys put that shit out like i when we did a we did a stone stone tour and i did a, my set was just doing donuts originals oh man i wish i would seen that crazy, yeah is there so any footage of that anywhere i don't know oh man uh, so then i would just do them all and the thing with him was a lot of those originals you need key lock and i think you guys just put out key lock or some shit oh pitching time no nah, pitching time wasn't oh, just out. Key it was lock. just key lock baby oh really it's key lock and the needle drop when it was that de- out oh okay There was no pitching time yet I don't think. Oh, not in the software. Not no, in the no, software. No, 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 no. Not in the software. Yeah, not right. in the DJ software. Not. Nah. So I would do my set, and I would do that. I would. That's dope. Go through one through five, and um, and just do a whole set that way. And it was dope because you could do it because a lot of those Dilla tracks are pitch shift. Are, not pitch and time, but they were a wave. He had waves, so he had a wave plug-in. Oh where he could slow the pitch down and all I was that. always wondering how he did because that, yeah. that I mean donuts is like you know, I think
1: everybody when that came out was like, What yeah. the hell how did he do that? Like yeah. what's okay. going on here? So he had a wave plug in where he just did the pitch. Uh, I mean he was even a track on their waves, right?
2: Yeah. 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 But uh yeah, yeah. I'll that I'll leave it up. there. Okay. Never yeah, mind. Yeah. yeah. He de- he had uh he used some pitch. So when you guys in Serato came out with the key lock, and I was like, oh, I'll just do a whole set. <laughs> I'm it now. Because you couldn't do that before. You couldn't do a set and then try to mix in one of the songs because if I have this one, it's not going to be the key yeah. is different. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So. It'd be a that was slow. it. Yeah. Fish I was ner- nerdy out, man. All
1: right. I guess. Um <clears throat> Just wrapping up here, we've we've covered, actually, a lot of the things we going to ask.
2: You never found that list of mixtapes. No. That's
1: that's okay. It seems to have disappeared, but I know that there was a lot of Dr. Dre mixes in there. Yeah, that was the
2: heavy influence, man. Yeah. That was definitely... That was my uh, prior number one, at least. That must have... As far as mixing.
1: Did he ask... Like,
2: did he reach out to... Nah, just... That was through Apple. Well, I mean, some of the aftermath. The funny thing is, this is how... This is okay. Um, I guess I was supposed to do it because when they first started it, they were asking me and it was Aftermath asking and then they were like, yo, 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 um, we're starting a show. But they were trying out everybody. It wasn't just ask J-Rock and have it. Dr. Dre did gives two, don't know who to, be. fuck J-Rock. You know what I'm saying? Not, like, not like that, no, no. but I'm saying before even thing was popping. Because he, like,
1: he knows knowledge. I mean, he did the Anderson Park stuff. He must have heard about you. Yeah,
2: but all that, see, everything is a branch from something. So even the knowledge track is like, um, there's a guy, Eric Coleman. He takes photos, right? Okay. Back to Matthew David. Matthew David, leaving records. Everything is connected in this fucking world. Yeah, for sure. So leaving records, they put out the knowledge double tape. Beat tape. Yep. Yep. Anthology or something. Coleman's a beat head and he was rocking that tape at a photo shoot for Kendrick. And oh, then Kendrick heard right, that That's right, the mama shit, mm. right? And Kendrick heard that beat and was like, yo. And so then they went to go. This is just all kind of nerdy backstory.
1: No, so, oh, but this is what we're here for. So then
2: they went to go and clear that sample. And then Homegirl was like, no, nah, let me just sing on it. Layla Hathaway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's, that's what happened? Ended, that's why she yep. ended up on it. Oh,
1: my gosh. Yeah. And so then <clears throat> they cleared the sample. Because that's, that's how, is that for the first time Dre heard Knowledge, you think? Probably. And then because then. Sure, for sure, There was the No Worries thing, and that's how Anderson got on, right?
2: Oh, well, I think Anderson, there was already, a, yeah. I don't know what came first, No Worries or that Knowledge track, Mama. Right. I don't know what. Be- I don't know. If that- well, I
1: definitely heard the knowledge and Kendrick thing first. Okay. So and then I mean, it must have been <clears throat> some somewhere around there. I mean, I could only assume I had Yeah. To so
2: Anderson. I yeah. I mean, that was uh, that was probably part of how we got signed. Besides Malibu, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Malibu. So yeah. Besides Malibu, but Dre wanted Anderson as soon as he heard him. Probably like. Yeah. I want that cat. Because then he did all Compton, right? All over that. He's thing. all oh, over man. Compton. yep that's yeah. cool Premier's on Compton too that's right I've played with Premiere once or twice maybe but he's a cool dude I don't know him I know him but uh, I always tell people that the relationship where you have with people is how you get introduced to them <laughs> so I didn't get introduced to Premiere as like
3: yo J Jay. yo
2: Jay <laughs> 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 I got introduced Premier as yo this is j-rock yo what's up man you know what i'm saying like, yeah yeah just yeah, some yeah basic yeah. shit yeah like so like, I, I i can relate so yeah. like <laughs> pete rock like i was introduced to pete rock like yo, <laughs> yo, yo this is j-rock pete yo yo you know and then breaking bread oh yeah everybody now and me and pete like yo, what's up that's the homie like yeah. text yo check this beat out like weird shit you know what i'm saying like you never i would never have thought of like getting a text p rock you know oh shit my nigga p yeah yeah you know but for um real. well shoot we should probably wrap this up okay man um, yeah we've been yapping forever man thank you man thank you op man you know, op's been quiet man hey well you know <laughs> i've been I like, talking i, I, I want to hear you talk i want to hear yeah, the stories I mean, yeah i'm yap yap over here you got a lot to say Nah, but thank you guys man for definitely having me to yap it up over here on your first uh premiere podcast that's it Featuring Matt and Op, are you guys gonna be the two fully all time man? That's my question. I Definitely gonna have it to try. A Yeah,
0: yeah, but you know,
2: I think
1: we'll probably have one in New York. We absolutely will with Op, and then when we're out here, maybe uh, Sonny James, Mr. Sonny James. Yeah, I was about
2: to say you have to include Sonny James, man. He's yeah. not just a great cameraman; he's a very knowledgeable sound guy, he's incredibly good DJ. Yeah, he's man. man. Yeah, You guys only that have class working for you hey. guys, man. Oh. How you like them apples? Uh, how's the, I guess that uh, we we took influence from, from the Junkies. Oh man, look at that. Doodoom. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you guys are definitely uh, a class act, man. You guys always look out at Serato from like I said day one, SL1 when I got that mug and looked at like a fool for DJing on my computer. <laughs> you can do all that on your computer? Like, yeah, man. We c- we kind of keep it going, so. No, nah, I know. I know. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what the future holds, man. I really can't. Whatever that entails for you, for Serato, um, there's a lot of features. I'm not going to talk about it, but there's a feature that I loved that's gone. And then um, there's, uh, but the way you guys improve each and every time is dope, so... I mean, the future had nothing to do with you guys. That was that music shit that you guys had that you turned me on a long time yep, ago. Yeah, that came and came yeah, went. We can yeah. say that. It was Pulse Locker. Yeah. yeah. I, why? Because <laughs> it's coming. and <laughs> on. It's coming, you know. No, nah, that was the shit, man. Yeah. No, I just like how it keeps updating. And, it, it def- and I've said this before, and I know we will wrap it up, but um, I feel Serato makes you, if you're a good DJ, it'll make you like a dope-ass DJ if you can get 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 it right you know what i'm saying so many features you don't necessarily need to meet use the, so many features that's right but um i definitely feel like it. it's a it's a it's a thing that helps out the dj i've always said i've always said that it makes you i used to say it makes you superman like mm. when you turn a dj into superman because mm. you just the i'll have to W some of the cds like i just used to burn 80 minute cds and just go for broke i mean for bro <laughs> i'm
1: telling you man if you if you can find any of them man please
2: oh i have them do. all i know where they all are like probably a hundred or something i'm not gonna give you that no 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 you no, don't no. need all yeah. that but you choose, choose like, one or two again, man i don't want that many mixes man. <laughs> <laughs> just give me one <laughs> just one is good man no but it'd not. be
1: great for people to be out of here though you know what i mean
2: no yeah it's really rough so I, I gotta put a disclaimer on it but It'd be really rough. Might be some pushing. Might be some offbeat. But it was just, it was so new at the time when it came out. It was just so crazy to be able to have tunes and just do doubles and shit. Man, I'm telling you. Ever since then, I've just been on a recording record mission, dude. It's a curse, man. I hate it. I <laughs> well, just, you
1: you buy a lot of records, though. Yeah, that's
2: so what I'm saying. I record almost every, every single one, like... <laughs> I used to burn them all on CD before you guys could record into. Oh, my goodness, man. Anyways, enough, man. I can go on about recording for days. Well, thank you so much, Jay. thank you, man. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, OP. Thank you. Thank you, fellas. All right. Thank you, Sonny James. Thank you, Sonny James. We out. We We out. out. Thank you, Serato, man. Come on now. Thank you, Serato. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: (laughs) I'm out.